And yep. I see Raylan is backstage. Let's um, bring her in, man. Okay, we'll bring her in. I was okay. So I'm sorry. No, no. Nope. <laughs> too late. Too late now. She's in. <laughs> bring me in. No, bring her no. In. So I, I have a couple videos lined up. I was going to play a video, then bring you in. But no, we, 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 we play videos too. Too so late. yeah. Cheers, Ray, Raylan. How are you? Cheers. Hey, cheers to you. Cheers. Yeah, there we go. I'm doing great. Wherever my coke is, there it is. Uh-huh. So, Raylan. Um, I don't know if Jared knows this, but uh, so a, f- a mutual friend of ours got us hooked up together, Thomas McCormick. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, agent boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I call him agent boy because it's a long story, but basically someone was like, okay, agent boy to him in an email. So I just call him nice. agent boy. Yeah. That's a good name for him. That's a good name for Thomas. I like that. I like it. Yeah, I that's like his name in my phone. And so when he calls, if my phone's on a Bluetooth, for some reason, it'll be like, mom's calling or, you know, or something yeah. instead of a ring, and, which is actually Ryan Sickler's laugh. So usually it's either that. But if it's on a Bluetooth, it'll say who's calling. So, so it'll go, agent boy is calling. Agent right. boy <laughs> is calling. That's it. I am, he is no longer Thomas to me. He's now agent boy. Good. <laughs> so, so Raylan, I, you know, I, I told a story the other day and I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping I, I was right in this story. So it was a few wow. years back. Um, and your grandfather, Willie was playing at the IP casino and somebody let me in to see a, a little bit of a sound check. And I could swear, I thought it was you that was with him playing on the piano in that, Oh, it was a few years back, but maybe I was no, wrong. It would have been my aunt Bobby, but she, okay. my aunt Bobby plays piano, or right. my aunt Bobby actually just passed away not oh, that sorry. long ago. Um, but she at the end of March actually, and she played piano for him forever. They were the first member. She was the first member of his band, yeah. and uh, the very first uh, band they were into. They were in together with her husband who passed away many, many, many years ago. Uh, but anyway, I think it was um, Bud Fletcher and the Texans, I think, was the first band or like or in the Playboys or something like that. But anyway, uh, so it was my Aunt Bobby who was playing. But the fact that you think that it was me means so much. And it's probably just her saying hello to me. But she does have really long brown hair, you know, kind of like I got you. All of the, the Nelson ladies. <laughs> I hear you. So So tell us. You've got your own. You've got your own style going on. You've got some really good stuff. Um, I picked Thanks. out a couple songs. I kind of, we were talking about going down rabbit holes. I went down rabbit holes. So my girlfriend, Brandy, was the one that told me about you the first time. She was your bartender when you played the Celtic uh, oh. in Pascagoula. Okay. And, okay. and told me how much she loved loved you and all about it. I like her too. It. Yeah, she's cool. So we're going to, so I, I went down a rabbit hole and I picked a couple of my favorites that I, I like uh, to play tonight, but I kind of want to go through your musical journey from when you were younger, of course, being in a musical family to, to where you're at now, kind of take us through the origin story of, of, of Raylan Nelson. So my dad died when I was really young. My dad was Willie Nelson Jr., And my mom uh, had quickly turned to religion. So she kind of kept me sheltered on only 
Papa Willie music, old country or gospel Christian music. So really early on, that's all I was listening to. And it was mostly the, you know, it was mostly the Papa Willie stuff and Kitty Wells and Patsy Cline, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Dolly, Loretta Lynn. Those are the ones go. I connected with. Yeah. So um, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was writing melodies in my head, but I, w- I was singing random shit and I didn't understand that I was writing it. It took me a while to realize to f- realize that. But I did take up playing guitar. My grandpa sent me my first guitar when I was 14. And uh, it's the one, it's my acoustic guitar that I play all my, uh, or I write all my songs on now. I play the ukulele in our band. I'll get to that in a minute. But I started playing guitar and writing little bits and pieces of songs. And um, I got married really young, had babies, and was um, just continued to kind of write here and there. And then when I finished nursing my babies, I was like, I got to get out of the house. I need something to do. So uh, I went and found a place to record the songs that I'd written just to give myself a project that was something other than momming all the time, right? And uh, found, I met JB, my music partner, guitar player, and he produces and all of our music, but met him through... <laughs> The weed guy? Are we allowed to say that on here? Oh yeah, uh, this is the, uh, this is the internet. You can say whatever the hell you want. Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, we had a mutual friend through uh, the weed guy. We were both getting weed from the same person, and he he was like, "I got a studio, you know, just come over to my place and do it." So I did, and by the end of that first day, he was like, uh, "We sh- we should finish these songs. I got ideas. Let's put a combo together and just start trying to." you know have a band like let's do this and i was like okay i was like oh i must be really really good you know if he (laughs) (laughs) but it took like it slowly took like three or four years to kind of figure out what we were doing he had his underground or his background is underground rock like just in nashville he's well known and so he grabbed his band that he's always played with to play with us so it was this hybrid of rock and like uh, and, and their influences are like the Clash, the Ramones, um, off, you know, they have all the, these old punk rock uh, influences. And then where mine were Loretta Lynn, Papa Willie. So it is just kind of a mixture of that. I think Rolling Stone Country, when they first wrote about our song Brother, our video, they said it was like uh, Loretta, Loretta Lynn with Cheap Trick backing them. And I decided to play the ukulele because JB had just done a, um, do y'all know the band The Replacements? Yes. So he had done an all ukulele version of replacement songs. And so he had six or seven ukuleles sitting around the studio. So when he was doing the, you know, producing part of our songs, I'd pick them up and I I was like, show me some chords. And I looked them up online. It's so easy to look up chords online, you know? So I started picking them up and I was like, this is fun. I think it might be cool to play the ukulele. And he said, I got to figure out how to make it loud because it's a rock band, right? So they got a regular guitar amp and we plug it in and I basically play it like a guitar, but I can move around and, and I think it's different, you know, and we're just trying to be dif- different, you know? Yeah. You have to bring something new to the table, right? So that's cool. Yeah. Ukulele. I, I like that. Yeah. And a rock band. Um, yeah. So yeah. And I, I like to write songs about what's going on in life. So I don't like to just sit down just to write a song. I just wait till something happens and I know a melody will come to me and I know something's going to come that'll spark the, Cause it just always does, you know, it, I just wait for it. And, um, I've done the writing session thing where you sit down and have to write a song and I'm just not a fan, you know, it's yeah. not, 
it's not, not real. Natural. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, does it does it feel forced when you have to do that? Yeah, yeah, and you're writing about stuff that does. I don't know. I just like songs that feel like they came from a real spot and a real situation, whether you were in it or you were people around you were in it, or you saw it on TV. You know, whatever it is, mm. it has to come from something, not just we're gonna write a song about cheating today. You know, right? And, I don't know. It's that's more of a product than than art when it's that done that way right yeah and I, I i hesitate to say it's not even art but it's just not natural real art right it's just right that's what i'm saying it's more of a product it's not actual art you know what i mean art would be when you're sitting at home wherever your peaceful place is at thinking about whatever going through an emotional state and you express it through whatever instrument you have in your hand your voice your ukulele your guitar that's a song that's art yes yeah. you get it exactly yeah. And they're usually following a formula, too. And I get it. I understand it. You know, let's let's do something that was similar to the last hit. I get that mentality. I understand why they do it, but it's just not as special. I, I think as it is, like you said, when it's in that special place. And in that special place, sometimes is um, driving around back roads. You know, just driving around, and um, even if I have a podcast on my brain will sometimes zone out into its own thing. And there's something about, um, we talked about this a lot on our podcast. Music is funny. Uh, you can listen to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And, uh, but like if you're in the shower and you're doing something that your brain already is, knows how to do, that's when the, the ideas come, you know? Correct. You have, it's almost like you have to have the, uh, I don't know the, like you're saying, half of your brain that does the functional task is occupied and it has to shut up and just do what it needs to be doing. Then the creative side can kind of drift yes, off, you know, it, that yeah. has to be it. That has to be yeah. it. Cause I've seen it happens all the time. Even when it's just an idea, I'm, I'm sure people who don't sing or write jokes, you know, they have the same thing. It's just whatever they do, whatever their passion Correct. is, you know? Correct. Did you, did you growing up in your family? Did you, I don't want to say feel a pressure to to be a, like write music, yeah. but like, were you around it all the time? Like all the time, all the time? Uh, is it something that you look back on now and see that it was like, were you, you I think you mentioned this a minute ago, you were are, are always kind of writing melodies in your head, even before you yeah. realized that you were doing that. Yeah. And yeah, so it's all. My grandpa was always on the road. He, he got big in 73, I think. And I was, I wasn't born yet. So he was already huge when I was, that's all I've ever known. And uh, so I remember thinking he was really cool, you know, like everybody loves him. And um, I remember him being on stage and singing. My first show was, I was two months old at my first Papa Willie show. And so I've, uh, you know, they've always taken me, taken me to see his shows when he would come through town, which luckily I live in Nashville. So he was here all the time. And I was able to, uh, my mom would take me to go see him even after my dad died. So the way my mom and dad met was my dad was on the bus with Papa Willie and my mom was working at a radio station in Nashville as one of those promo chicks that wear short <laughs> shorts and, yep. and cleavage and everything and, and throw t-shirts at you from a gun or something. I don't know. And uh, he, Papa Willie stopped by the radio station to do it. You know, you do as an artist, talk to the radio guys. And um, my dad met my mom and they got married a year later here in Nashville. It was a big, huge deal. 
in town and then had me a year after that and then divorced a year later. <laughs> and then my dad died when I was seven. He died in 91. Ah, that's tough. But, uh, but yeah, went to Papa Willie shows my whole life. Never felt like I had to do it. But, uh, and I was even nervous to send him songs, you know, but I did. I send, yeah. Or to even tell him that I wanted to do it. Um, it was, just, it, you know, he's really fucking Nelson, um, <laughs> as well as my grandpa, but still, you know, and, uh, but I sent him the song. It was one of our first songs called the moon song. And I said, um, I've just written the song and I want you to sing and play on it. Or actually I said, um, I just want you to, to play on it. He just sang on it on his own you know will he just did that for me but in that conversation he goes yeah i love it he listened to the song called me and said yeah i'll do it let's make it a world smash hit and i was like oh my god if he thinks it could be a world smash hit then i'm doing pretty this is gonna go pretty well but um it's it didn't it's not a world smash hit yet but he did sing and play on it and um oh my god the first time i heard that coming through the speakers in our studio i was just crying you know i've heard my grandpa's voice on you know a million times but as soon as it was my song that he had written and i don't know it was just oh yeah that's that's something special that to share with your grandpa regardless of of who he is right music to music like that is beautiful yeah absolutely so we're gonna uh so i picked two songs so i went i went deep on one of them just because it looked like it was so much fun to make the video uh (laughs) so we're gonna play sweetwater okay (laughs) So, as Jared would say, you can tell us nothing or you can tell us everything about the video or the song. So, before we get into it, tell us a little bit about it. Um, So, I started writing that song one day when uh, JB and I were supposed to play something in Nashville. And we realized while we were sitting there that it wasn't going to happen. And so, we just decided to start drinking. And the only thing they had there that I liked was Sweetwater 420s. You know those? Up here. Um, and then the, we start. I started writing it there, you know, uh, that sweet water's going down fast. We're sitting in the sun. I think I'll have another glass at summertime in Tennessee. I'm feeling pretty good. So I'll probably have three. I had, you know, that while we were sitting there, never did. And then, you know, just slowly started actually the rest of that song came to me in the shower and, um, I wanted to parody or not parody, I guess like homage LFO summer girls somehow. <laughs> gotcha. So that's why it's like in the summer in the summer, in the summer, and then how the uh, verses start with um, summer, sun, you know, it's like right. that, you know, so I, that was like an homage to them and me being, you know, 14 years old and loving LFO and that song. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's where that came from. And then we decided to make fun of Luke Bryan and uh, Jason Aldean. And Florida Georgia Line, I think, are right. the three that we. So, so I will tell you that that's uh, the beginning. That. Of, that's, the, that's the beginning of the video, and I kind of I kind of edited that out to shorten it up just a little bit to play it. But basically, the beginning of the video is you guys talking on the phone, trying to figure out a video concept, and you're clicking on Florida Georgia Line and Luke Bryan and 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 all of that, and yeah, it's yeah. it's it's actually pretty funny. It looks like you guys had so much fun. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that in so long. Uh, there was a lot of green screen tricks in there, and my children yeah. were so young. Those were my kids. Those uh, were your kids. Okay. Not all of them. There were my kids and their friends. But, uh, yeah, my boys are 15 now. Oh, and wow. my daughter's 12, almost 13. Yeah, th- it, that was so long ago. But, uh, 
It was it was fun watching it and then looking down at you and you seeing certain things and just start laughing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I just remember doing it and that it took us like at least ten shots for us to get that when it exploded behind us for us to go, eh, and we're <laughs> all going one, two, three. Eh. <laughs> it's just silly. Uh, it was good. I could I could hear the LFO reference that you made, like oh, because yeah. you said that. You know, I, that's I could really hear that. Yeah, yeah. And I would never make a video that was. I could never write songs like Florida Georgia Line and and them. I just couldn't do it. They're, I mean, they probably don't even write those songs, so I shouldn't be talking shit. But it's just yeah. they they seem like not naturally natural art, like we were talking about. So. And at that time, everybody here in Nashville just loved bro country. I mean, it's still kind of big, you know. I've been to Nashville you. twice. I like I like that place. I, I'm not going to say I know it. You know, I've only been two times. Uh, but what I did experience, I really liked. Well, downtown. I mean, the he experienced people. the liquor is what he experienced. Oh, yeah. that's also true, too. <laughs> I ended up yeah. in Kid Rock's bar a couple times. <laughs> now, see, I went down to Kid's Rock bar not too long ago, it was just a couple weeks ago, and uh, it that place was fun. It was fun. And then mm-hmm. all of them have their own little, you know, bars down there. Blake Shelton has yeah. one. Yep. Jimmy Buffett. All of them. It, it's crazy. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I, uh, I've been to Nashville one time, and we were. I was in Gatlinburg and decided to drive to Nashville to surprise a friend of mine who had a, her has a restaurant there. And I got so sick. I got there, oh. walk, drove around like for ten minutes, and then had to drive back because I couldn't. Was, so that was my view of Nashville. It was about ten minutes of driving around downtown. That was well, it. How did you get sick? I, you know, I think it was. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. This was well <laughs> before then. I think it was just uh, going from. South Mississippi into Gatlinburg in January and oh. getting the co- getting the cold and he didn't yeah. take his Flintstone vitamins. That's what it not. was. Yeah. yeah. That's what got him. I did him. not take my Flintstone vitamins. Oh, it reminds me. Thank you. I got to go do that now. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was, that was my experience with Nashville. So <laughs> where are yeah. you guys in Mississippi? You said he I'm, is, I'm in Biloxi. He's in Biloxi and I'm actually in Pensacola, Florida. Okay. Yeah. My so, ex-husband has family in Pensacola. Oh, okay. There. Yeah. I, lo- I love it here. Down by so. the Navy base. Yeah. We're, di- we're, well, I'm not down by the Navy base, but yeah, down by the Navy base. That's where yeah. uh, my girlfriend works down by the Navy base at a, at a bar called world of whiskey. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. So you got some shows coming up down here though. Uh, as a matter yeah. of fact, you are in Chalmette, Louisiana tomorrow. Yeah, I leave really early in the morning to drive there. And uh, I think some friends of ours are playing those shows, that show with you, Party at the Moon Tower. I think yes. they're playing it. So Thomas said Thomas raved about them. And they um, are they they are fun. They are fun. You're gonna have a good time with them. So yeah, we, we love those guys. Yeah, so it's a that's some good stuff. And then you come into the next day, you'll be in Ocean Springs, which is about ten minutes from Jared's house. Yeah, it's super uh, close. at the Lost Fest. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, Lost yeah. Spring Brewing, maybe. Yep. Right? Why, why am I drawing a blank on that, Kevin? I, I have no clue. 
I don't know like when, when when Thomas told me that because originally that show because I when I posted that you were going to be on the show I originally posted hey she's playing Chalmette on Friday and then she's playing the cannery on Saturday and then Thomas was like no she's not playing the cannery she's doing Lost Fest because the can the cannery show fell through or whatever it was so I was yeah. like oh well, damn let me go change this real quick so yeah I don't know I had to so I'm that look the first, that's the know. first I had heard of it so be interesting so you, you you yeah exactly you're like i'll just be wherever i'm told to be exactly i'll be there to play i think that night's with wayward jones yes wayward jones neon moon neon moon that's neon the other moon. One. what's it what's it like now what's it yeah good job kevin because i don't <laughs> what, what's it like now uh playing shows and, and doing these you know like mini tours and stuff with with kids uh at you know older now you mentioned you've mentioned them a couple of times it's, a, so far it's way easier way easier yeah. now yeah uh but it's funny because before the pandemic we were going out consistently every other weekend sometimes you know every weekend in the summertime and then the pandemic hits and then, so a year and a half goes by, we don't go anywhere. And then I start getting shows again. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where are you going, mom? What are you doing? I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. remember yeah. that I used to do mom this. Mom likes to rock. Uh, you don't remember? Yeah. So now it's kind of, I get these like, you know, that kind of thing. But only on the long runs. And on weekend runs, they don't care. They go to their dads every other weekend anyway. Or actually, their dad is really cool. Him and I are good friends and co-parent pretty well. And his wife is awesome too. So if I need help, they're they're like, yeah, just bring them to the house. Because they're teenagers now, you know. They, yeah. they can sit in the house by themselves for a few hours. It's I never worry about them when they're alone. Uh, the Do only thing ever- I worry about is them fighting with each other. That is the, n- not my boys, because they're twins and they're tight. Them fighting with their sister is what the only thing I worry about. Do you, uh, do they ever go out with you? Do they ever come uh, sh- like do the tour with you? I haven't done that yet because uh, it's hard to put mom mode. Right. Just, I can't makes, stare makes around. I can't not be in some sort of a mom mode, and I can't really rock out and party with everyone if I'm in mom mode. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It's just, yep. Yep. I haven't figured that out yet, uh, but they are starting well, to get older. They could come on if we had enough room, but I wouldn't want them. To, it's just smoky in the van, <laughs> you know, like there's, there's just things that I want to wait. I get like, it. So, yeah. Yeah. There, it's a time and a place for it. And it's not yet. So I get it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. They so would then, like it for maybe 15 minutes. And then right. they'd be like, okay, then, this sucks. Yeah. Yes. Where's right, the Xbox or the iPad or whatever? We're done. We with this one. Yeah. Where do I plug in my Xbox? You know, right. that's, yeah. I have a, I have a 12 year old, so I know, I know exactly ah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whenever they start talking about Overwatch or Minecraft or uh, what's the new one? What's the Apex Legends? Like Fortnite, all these things. I'm just See, like, um, I have a, <laughs> I have a five year old, and the Minecraft is is the jam on the five year olds spectrum. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that sticks so for a while. Kids are older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kevin, you like you've already paid those dues. Yes. Yeah. My the worst <laughs> I had was Lion King. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna, yes, Lion King. Lion King is is is. I was gonna say, Kevin, don't you have a Lion King tattoo? Right, I, I have a Simba tattoo. Yeah, I don't know if I can. Oh. What is that from? Yeah. For your son or daughter? Well, I have three daughters, and our favorite movie to watch was always the Lion King. 
And so I ran in, I was at, believe it or not, it was a, like a Friday the 13th thing. So it was $13 tattoos <laughs> and I wasn't even going to get one. And I just happened to be there and I saw the little Simba and I went, you know what? That's a good representation of my, myself and my girls. So there you go. So I put it on there. So that I have a little Simba, the, the one that got Cute. painted onto the tree. Oh, I love it. That's so. pretty cool. Simba. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. So the next video we've got is weed and whiskey. Yeah. So <laughs> what? No, just play the video. I'm, I'm <laughs> you, good. I'm you so for, good. You I'm forgot so about good. it again, I'm, didn't you? I, it, I can get it. Just, just play the video. Okay. okay. All right. So Weed and Whiskey, of course, that was the song that I was introduced uh, to to your band originally with. Um, Tell us about, I I don't really think you need to tell us about Weed and Whiskey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about Weed and Whiskey. Uh, Okay. So, I mean, it's basically like, let's stop taking pills and just get back to smoking weed and (laughs) drinking. Because my sister started losing a lot of friends with um, hair, you know, heroin overdoses and uh and just opioid addiction a a lot of my friends lost people to it so it's kind of that kind of an anthem you know uh but also i started writing it when this is kind of a neat i don't know if it's a neat story but i get to name drop uh jamie johnson was doing a lot of stuff with my family in nashville and he invited us to the studio we go down there and at the time he was now he's sober but at the time he was drinking a lot of whiskey and he had uh, Jack Daniels endorsement. So he had cases upon cases upon cases from ceiling to floor. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating ceiling to floor all the way around the entire studio. And so he gave us each a couple of uh, whiskey bottles on the way out, you know, a couple of Jack Daniels. So that winter I drank the whiskey that he had given me and while drinking the whiskey that Jamie Johnson gave me, I started writing that melody where it's like whiskey, whiskey, you know. And so then when, um, then when it came time to write Weed and Whiskey, the real story is that the <laughs> there's a TV channel on called Weed and Whiskey TV, and they needed a theme song and asked if you know paid us to pl- to write it. And so I was like, let's go with the theme since my sister's just lost four friends. Let's go with the theme of no more pills. Let's hear it for weed and whiskey, like make an anthem. Cause I was like, I want to sing and play it too. I don't want this just to be for weed whiskey TV. Like, you know, let's sing it, make it ours as well. So that's where I kind of pulled all that. And I was like, I still have that whiskey melody and we just worked with that melody. And that's kind of those, that's kind of what I remember about writing it. Other than that, it was just about, you know, because I talk about coming from the South and, you know, the Bible Belt, and we deal with the stigma of it being evil or bad or, you know, like you're not a good person if you smoke weed, which is ridiculous, you know. So um, I kind of cover a lot of bases in that song that feel close to home, you know. Awesome. Well, we're going to play it right now. Here's Weed and Whiskey. Jared, go get the stuff that you're going to get. Weed and Whiskey, it is the Raylan Nelson Band, and you are watching the sound. All right. I love it. That was good. What were you trying to go run around and get? Jared, go ahead. I I only got 50% of it, but Kevin Uh, and I, uh, a while back, we got our – there's a candle company called Dirty Joe's uh, here uh, locally on the Gulf Coast, and they made us custom candles with our logo on it. You can see getting down yeah. with the sound. Oh, that's, that's cool. Us. Hold on. And it's a mic, and he made it look like uh, kind of like a, a phallic symbol. Yeah. A there dick. You go. Yeah. There but you go. 
We had three flavors. We are since I should say one was vanilla, which I have one of those downstairs. The other one was weed. And the th- yeah, and the third one was whiskey, but we don't have any whiskey ones left. We sold those. So we had weed and whiskey oh candles. God. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to purchase that from you. Oh, we'll send we'll store. send you one. You don't have to purchase anything. We'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah, just yeah. Does it smell like weed? Just, or does it cover yeah. up the weed smell? No, it smells like weed. Yeah, smell let me the whiskey one really smelled like whiskey. Oh yeah, the whiskey one was It's uh it's close, but it's I wouldn't say it smells like, you know, like weed, but the whiskey one really smelled like whiskey. Yeah. But yeah, if you'll uh just uh you got uh our email address, just shoot mm-hmm. me an address and I'll get we'll, we'll get to send you. one out to you. Okay. Yeah. So So guys. if anybody's if anybody's looking for Raylan Nelson social media wise, where would they find you? Raylan Nelson Band on all the social media platforms at Raylan Nelson on Twitter actually because they don't let you do a long one and uh, website is Raylan Nelson Band. Don't go to RaylanNelson.com. Uh, I just found out the other day I was doing John Reap's country show and he brought to my attention that when you go to RaylanNelson.com, it's like an escort site that some I don't know somebody's totally hacked into my thing, but oh, wow. um. Dang. Yeah, so just go to com and don't go to Raylan Nelson. Or you could go to Raylan Nelson and support those gals. You know. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe there somebody might be in the market for that. I, I mean, you don't ever know, you know. Yeah, get your jack off on. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, sounds awesome. like a whole different podcast right there. Yeah, right, it does. That's a, <laughs> it's a whole different combo there. So. Uh, no, thank you so much for jumping on here with us tonight. Uh, we love the tunes. Glad you're going to be swinging through our neck of the woods. That's awesome as well. Um, Kevin, what you got, man? No, I just, I, I appreciate you. I know it was short notice. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, Thomas had reached out and we kind of, we had a show Monday night or a Thursday night. What, what night are we? Monday night. We had one yeah. Monday night and it was already kind of full. And I was like, Jared, can we get another date in real quick? So and I definitely wanted to get you on the show and chat with you a bit because I really, you know, we're, we're, we're lean on the really heavy side of rock yeah. Uh, yeah. with this show, but we love all the, music. We love all music. And I just get a kick out. Like I said, I got caught down the rabbit hole listening to your stuff the other night on YouTube and just kind of, I enjoyed yeah, the hell out of it. Guys would, to- I mean, they would, they bring the rock, you know what I mean? They- they're, that's totally them. They made me look really cool. Dudes love the music, even though it's, you know, the bones of it are just a really girly song. Boys love it because they <laughs> rock it up for me, you know? I'm really nah, lucky. It's, 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 Thanks it's, for it's having me. Really good stuff. No, Thanks and, and like I tell. Spread the word about being that's there. Right. That. That's what we're here for. And anytime you want to come back on the show, just let us know and uh, we'll, we'll put a show together and, and have you back on. So I'll have Agent Boy reach out. Yeah, Agent have Boy. Agent Boy. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm changing his name and my phone and everything to Agent Boy. We, we have a great relationship with Agent Boy, so thank you, <laughs> Raylan. Thank you so much, and uh, have fun. Me. Have fun this weekend. Uh, hopefully, one of us will be able to make it out to see one of the shows. Uh, okay, we'll, well make sure you say hi if you do. Okay, absolutely, we'll do. we will do that. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. You too.
Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and The Homegrown Show all right there inside of the app. Go download it now. You won't be disappointed. And once again, we are the sound. We are New Rock.